Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Natasha here. We are reversing trauma with a lot of fun on this podcast by gently confronting your ego so you can find within this space a safe environment to question, to ponder, and to learn, and also to show up as your worst self and still deserve love. Hello, hello, the beautiful podcast listeners. I don't know if you're going to hear a difference in this podcast, but I do not have my microphone because I am so tired and so lazy. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about respecting the body, especially if you've come from any kind of background of trauma you know, your parents were shit, your school was shit, your childhood was shit, or you were just part of society, or you were in the army maybe, or maybe you were in a really, really stressful job. Whatever you want to consider trauma, which all of the above I consider trauma. Heck, being born I consider fucking trauma. So anyway, especially if you've been in high trauma life, um, respect your body. Just, just respect it. And sometimes this can be, it's, it sounds so easy, doesn't it? Like, why is this bitch making a fucking podcast episode? Duh, isn't this obvious? Well, I want to go a little bit more in detail. Like, what does respecting your body actually mean? And can you create a relationship with your body? So this is something that I think I've already dropped this bomb on a couple episodes, but I'm going to drop this bomb again over here. You are not your body. Yes, you're not your body. You are not your body. Your body is not you. You have a body, but you are not the body. Isn't that insane? The first time my coach told me that I was not the body, I literally was on a Zoom meeting with her. And that was kind of like how we finished the meeting. And then she's like, you're not the body. And I'm like, well, what do you mean I'm not the body? Well, actually, she first asked, she's like, so do you think you're your body? And I looked at her like, do you think I'm insane? Of course I think I'm my body. Like, hello. And then she was like, well, you know, maybe you're not your body. And I'm like, so then what am I? And she's like, I don't know. What are you? And I was like, not crazy like you. Like, (laughs) I'm like, what? And then uh, that's where the meeting ended. She's like, I don't know. What are you? And I'm like, I don't know. What am I? And she's like, oh, that's like for you to figure out. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Okay, yeah, thanks, bye. Closed the meeting and I was like, I've been scammed. I've been freaking scammed. Like, this this is it. And now, obviously, like six years later, I'm like, so not the body. <laughs> so what does this mean to really, really realize and to, no pun intended, embody the fact that you're not the body? It means to understand that you're in a relationship with your body. And actually, what I've come to understand, I had this aha moment um, yesterday or the day before when I was in the bus and I've just been traveling nonstop. Literally, I have not been kind to my body. I've been very, very kind to my mind that likes this adventure, that doesn't have two minutes to sit down and to feel any kind of emotion that isn't excitement and joy for moving around and being, you know, going to this place and that temple and this, you know, like hieroglyph and that Egyptian whatever because I'm in Egypt right now. And, oh, my God, let's go, you know, see this king's tomb and, like, 
So my mind really likes that because I, I do have a mind that really likes excitement and all of that. But my body is on a strike right now. My body is like, fuck you, seriously. Um, to the extent that I sprained my ankle, I twisted it. And I don't know what's going on with this morning. I almost like twisted the other one because I fell again. Like I just literally just like walking, like not like doing anything. And I'm like, okay, body, I'm, I'm taking you very serious today. So today I'm not moving out of this house. I got a house. I'm not moving out of this house. I literally was like, fine, body. I'm just going to like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to just lay down all day. And that's why I'm not even taking out my microphone right now because I really feel inspired to do this podcast, but I'm not just like as a symbolic gesture to my body. I'm not even going to go up and get my microphone because <laughs> it's like a little bit far away. So, and I think the sounds actually kind of fine. So the point is, be in a relationship with your body and treat it like a baby. That was my big, oh, sorry, I kind of rambled there. That was my big aha moment when I was in the bus after like, this is like in a 12-day period, it was like probably like my fourth or fifth time, I think, maybe even sixth, where I was, you know, in a night bus traveling from one place to another. And of course, when it comes down to my relationship with money also, this is where it ties in. And um, I haven't actually talked a lot about money on this podcast yet, but it is a huge topic in my life personally. And it's got a lot to do with, you know, your whole relationship with money and all that. So it's, it's getting a little bit complex here, but for, for this to be easy for you guys to understand... I was there on this bus and I was like, oh, I wish I was rich, you know, like this is why I want to have money. This is why I want to choose more abundance. And I was like, because, you know, I really wish that I could, I, would, I wouldn't mind spending the 150 euros on or 130 euros on a plane ticket instead of taking the $11 night bus. And then that's when it, that it dawned on me. I was like, because my body is like my baby. I want to take care of it. I want to be able to spoil my body with a plane ticket, right? I want to be able to, 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 to have, you know, this abundance so that I can treat my body to comfort and to delicious, yummy experiences, right? And this really is a different perspective because when we look at the body this way as a kind of almost separate entity to the self, which, you know, we can go on to philosophical topics about if the self really exists or not. But it, the egoic self, right? The egoic existence of I don't want to take a bus. I want to take a plane because it's more comfortable because I'm a princess. That's a little bit how we look at it, right? That's kind of where the, where the mindset comes from. And, and personally, I've always been like, no, I'm a traveler. I don't care. And because I started out traveling with like really, 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 really way less money. Like I didn't have money at all. And I still see that eight years later, I still have the habit of looking for the cheapest hotel, looking for the cheapest way of transportation. And that even if sometimes I do make money, right? And I'm like, when will I ever make enough money for me to be able to say, okay, I'm taking this plane, right? And this 130 euro plane, I'm like, how much money would I have to have in my bank account? How much money would I have to have, I know, coming in every month for me to be able to make that decision? 
And that's where the relationship with money becomes very different than just a egocentrical, you know, like, oh, I want to be rich thing. And it really becomes a practical tool to be able to offer a different experience to yourself, to be able to offer to your body, to your temple, what it deserves. So I really invite you to just reflect on like, what is, what is your relationship with your body? Do you, do you have a relationship with your body? Do you know what you want to eat? Like when you're hungry, do you feel hungry? Or are you like, you know, I really want like salad right now. Or yeah, said no one ever. <laughs> anyway, or are you like, do you, I really want, you know, like, oh, like a warm soup. Or I really want, you know, whatever it is that you really want to eat. Like I really want a pickle right now. You know, are you, are you able to have this relationship with your body where you're able to, to, to converse with it and to make compromises with it? I know that when I was um, when I was dancing last summer in Canada, I would wear these like you know these like seven inch like big ass heels, right? And I would talk to my toes because my toes were all squished in these fucking heels. But hey, it's like really good money, right? So I would tell my toes. I would I would really really be with them, and I would say, I know toes, I know feet, I know this is uncomfortable, but we're gonna be in the sand soon this is temporary we're gonna be walking around in the sand and we're gonna be rocking around without shoes and I really really choose comfort in my clothing and in my things because yeah I don't give a fuck and it's a symbolism of me not giving a fuck to society but it's also like the number one main reason is because I want my body to be comfortable like I really want my body to to feel comfortable and for it to be able to have its energy flowing and for it to be able to enjoy this this existence, right? So I don't want to wear like tight shoes that like and and tight this and tight that. So I never do. I always wear super comfortable things. And so I'm com- I'm compromising with my body. Body, just put up with this right now. Yes, okay, these shoes are not comfortable. I understand that like it hurts to be in them, but let's like we can do it. And then sure enough, a couple months later, not even, I was in Mexico and my feet were in the sand and I was I, I remember this conversation I had with my body and I was like, You see, body, you see, this is where we are. This is where I've taken you now. Now I've taken you to Mexico. Now you're here. Now you're in the beach. Now you're like, you know, in the water. Now you're, you know, getting a massage. And then, you know, a couple months after that, I'm in India getting a punch karma, which is like a super oily massage detox, like full body treatment. And I'm like, you know, body, I, I work, we work really hard. You know, I, I make you work so that we can do these kinds of things. So it's really like having this relationship with your body as if it's like your spouse. You know what I mean? Kind of like a mix between your lover and your baby is your body. <laughs> anyway, that's how I see it. Maybe like a mix between your lover, your baby and your best friend. So it's like, it's like, I think that your relationship with your body is going to develop the way that's going to develop for you. And I think it's going to be different for everyone. I'm sharing with you how I see it. And the why, why I see my lover, why I say my body's like my lover is because I want the best for my body. I really want the best 
You know, I want to treat it nicely and gently and I don't want to force it and I want to with care and with love and with like a a soft touch. I want to, you know, be with my body. It's 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 funny when you observe people. Have you ever seen people like wash their face? And I've seen people that are like super vigorous with like everything that they do and they're just like like washing their faces. I guess I just say that cuz I feel like I've seen lots of people wash their face, but maybe it's just cuz I travel. <laughs> And stay in hostels and everything um but it's it's like be gentle with your body right and I guess that's why I'm also coming back to like the baby part of it how would you wash a baby right how would you be with a baby would you be would you be all vigorous like that no you'd be super soft and you put the nicest smells and you know I never understood why there was baby cream and then adult cream I'm like Baby shampoo and adult shampoo. Why shouldn't everyone just be using baby shampoo? If there is shampoo that's like more delicate for babies, why don't we just continue using baby shampoos as adults? Our skin is still like super sensitive. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, for me, I like never really understood this like baby thing and this not baby thing. So I treat my body like like a baby. And I guess the best friend kind of comes in the sense where you always want the best for your best friend, right? Kind of like the whole lover thing, but a little bit less romantic, I guess. <laughs> so for me, it's like, oh, I always wish that I had, you know, like, oh, I want to bring my best friend, you know, on vacation with me. And I want to spend time with my best friend. And, you know, I love and respect my best friend. So that's kind of where I guess my vision of the body comes in. So I really encourage you to consciously have a relationship with your body consciously understand that you have a body you have feet you have legs you have you know like a digestive system you have a respiratory system you have hormones you are not any of these things they are part of your body and your body resides according to some beliefs within your energy and according to other beliefs your soul resides within the body so you know you've got the energy in your you've got the chakra centers in your body then you've got the chakras outside of your body you've got your aura that's outside of your body you've got your meridians your nadis you know the energy channels in your body so your body is an integral part of you but it's not you right you are not your body So I hope that this little episode has helped you kind of understand how to have a relationship with the body and to understand also that when we have trauma, whatever trauma it might be, the body reacts to that trauma. And the body and the mind are intimately connected. That's why there's the body-mind connection, right? Obviously. But trauma is actually stored in the body. So when you have trauma... I encourage you even more to see your body as as a traumatized child. You know what I mean? And whenever you're having a traumatic response, so you feel yourself getting stressed, you feel yourself getting anxious, you start feeling yourself getting into, um, you know, freeze mode where you're really not, you know, able to do anything or you're feeling depressed. Understand that that is your body that has transported itself back to a moment of time that existed when you were in an actual situation that you perceived as dangerous for your life, right? And if right now, oh, I'm sorry, there's background noise. Oops. 
Um, and right now, let's say that, you know, it's, it's, well, right now for me, it's August, 2023. And, uh, when someone, when I get triggered, let's say someone starts, you know, like yelling at me or something like that, that triggers me, right? But that doesn't trigger my body that exists in August 2023. That triggers whatever was in my body and that brings my body back to 2001. You know what I mean? When I was like, something happened when I was a child or whatever, right? It brings, it brings the body back into that time. So know also that your body lives kind of like in a different time zone than you, if that makes sense. So know that whenever you're triggered in trauma, to really, really, really understand that your, your body, it doesn't necessarily live in the moment. And that's where understanding your nervous system helps you live in the moment. Because, you know, when we say living in the present moment, it's not just like, oh, am I thinking about like other things? You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. It's actually from a body level when it comes to PTSD, when it comes to having, you know, that post-traumatic stress response. I don't even like PTSD. Fuck PTSD. Do you want to renaming this shit? PTSR, post-traumatic stress response. Because that's what it is. It's not a disorder. Fuck you, fucking psychologist and psychiatrist saying I'm disordered. You disordered. Y'all mofos fucking waking up, ain't got no prayer, no meditation. You saying I got a disorder? Anyway, <laughs> all right. Coming back to the subject. So when you have a PTSR, you know what I mean? Know that your body is, is not living in the present moment and understand what triggers your body to, to leave the present moment and what can you do? How can you be, how can you treat your body? How can you speak to your body? How can you create this relationship with your body that you've got such an intimate connection that you can recognize it right away, right? And I invite you to not be like me, to not push the body and push the body and push the body until the body goes, fuck you and you twist your ankle or you sprain your ankle or something, you know? And when it comes to psychosomatics, this is basically kind of like a branch of what we're, uh, of what we're talking about today on this, pa- uh, this podcast is really in link with psychosomatics, right? I honestly believe that my body was telling me like, slow the fuck down, bitch. Like seriously, like I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Slow down. My body literally had to hurt itself in a way for me to slow down. And I'm, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very apologetic. I regret. I regret that actually that I have this pattern of being so excited and so on the go and not resting uh, and being always in this, you know, this sympathetic nervous state that my body has to go to these lengths, right? So I humbly, humbly share this with you and all the vulnerability that, you know, my relationship with my body is not 100% by all means. However, I do, I am conscious that I have a relationship with my body. I am conscious about these things. And that's why I share them with you. And my invitation for you right now is to just bring the awareness in. Maybe in a future episode or maybe in like sometime I'll have like awesome solutions and techniques, you know, for all of these things with the body. But for right now, in all of my spiritual journey, the one thing I've understood is just love your body. Just love your body. Just love it. Listen to it. Create this aware, conscious relationship with your body. Treat it like your lover. Treat it like your baby. Treat it like your best friend. Know that your body has its own desires. Know that your body 
has its own will and know that your body can put up with your bullshit if you compromise with it but know that your body might also be sending you signals and messages maybe if you've got you know a skin condition maybe if you've got a digestive issue condition maybe if you're not able to gain weight maybe if you're not able to lose weight maybe your body's trying to tell you something but the body cannot communicate in words. The body isn't able to sit down and write you a letter. The body can only communicate in, in symbolism. It can only communicate with sensation. So be aware. Be aware of the symbolisms of the body and be aware of the sensations and listen to them and create this relationship with your body, with yourself. All right. So hope this has been a useful episode for you and as I speak to your body love you so much body thank you so much for holding the physical existence of this consciousness cheers cheers